Hello and welcome to an, I guess this is a review discussion, slash after hours, slash whatever discussion we usually call these things. We're not consistent I haven't been with on the naming. Uh, we're still figuring it whatever. out as we go. Yeah. We're still figuring it out, but it's it's a discussion. It's a review of uh, Life is Strange True Colors. I'm CJ, and I'm joined by two very, very, very special guests. Um, this is our backdoor pilot, because the three of us are never in one podcast together, so we're going to see how the chemistry plays out. See if we can spin off into something. Um, <laughs> joining me is Jeff. Good evening. And Britt. Hello. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Life is Strange True Colors. So disclaimer, um, Square sent us a code uh, for coverage. You, you know, um, and Jeff was our, I guess, he, he, he was the one handling all the content for it. So, you know, shout out to Square. This is this podcast, I guess, technically sponsored, technically um you know, it's it, it, it's it's our sort of like culmination of our life is strange true colors um, coverage. Um, I'm reviewing it for a different outlet, and Britt uh, decided to tag along, and she went ahead and played through all of it. Um, so in a so, day, no a less. Day, I did you, this shit in a I'm, day. I'm like, oh, a week. Oh, if I really push it, I, yeah, I think I can finish it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the three of us played it. Um, the three of, um, so I, I guess before we, we, we dive into our thoughts and everything, um, the, the way I think this is going to go is we're just going to go through our initial opinions. We're going to go through what the game is and what we thought of it. And then at the midpoint, we'll go into spoilers. So this is our, your first warning. Um, if you haven't played it, um, and you know, you, you don't, if you haven't got like finished the game, um, we're gonna touch on like some very. I assume at this point for the three of us, like there's nothing we're not gonna like talk about, right? We're, we're just gonna go on at this yeah. point, right? I, I think for yeah. the first part, um, I would say we could get into light spo- spoiler territory because it's in the marketing and the trailer. If you know what I'm referring to, at the end of episode mm-hmm. one. Uh, I didn't know going in, but um, it seems pretty prominent in the marketing. It's the whole premise of the game. I think. If we discuss that, you guys know what I'm talking about. I think that's yeah. probably fine. Yeah. Um, so if, if you want to go in absolutely blind, then I guess now is your time, chance to bail out. But yeah, the, the first bit here, which is our general impressions, it's really hard not to talk about what happens in episode one because that does um, lead into everything, everything else. Like yeah. that is what the game is about, basically. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, nothing major. It's like I said, yeah. if you watch the trailer, you know what we're talking about. So yeah. right. it, 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 Talking about a game so that's literally all about story, it is a lot harder because it, it at times it's gonna feel like we're we're just basically yeah. recounting like plot stuff, but that's that's the nature of this of the style of game. So again, just a heads up. Um, first first bit, uh, very light spoilers, just very light plot elements, and then we'll dive into the second half. So I guess the first thing, um, we'll talk about is uh, Jeff, since you did the coverage for SDGC, mm-hmm. since you were you 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 kind of handled all that. You were the content you, boy. You were the content creator. You're the personality. You're the face. Don't call me a content creator. I I still don't have a better name for it, but I'm working on it. You're 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 workshopping it. Um, (laughs) I I I do want to know. So then, you know, just a quick thing. What's your history with the series, and you know, Um, what were your expectations doing it for for mm -hmm. SCGC, like doing it for coverage? Uh, I like Life is Strange. Um, I I have a pretty good history with the series. I played the first game. Liked it a lot, did not like the last episode, did not like the, uh, apparently, uh, admitted by the developers themselves, the, uh, the ran out of money ending. Um, they, I guess they kind of, uh, were in a bit of a crunch at the end, and it seems like there's kind of considered a good ending, uh, which I did not get, um, just based on my choices. Uh, the, it was very obvious, uh, 
uh, back then that one, all the effort, uh, and that was clear that that was the one that they were most passionate about. Uh, the other one just felt very thrown together. It was weird, tonally. Didn't make a lot of sense. It just, it, and it's a funny, it's funny because I enjoyed 95% of the game up until that point. Uh, and it's just crazy how much a, uh, yeah, an ending makes or breaks a game. It really left a bitter ta- taste in my mouth. Um, and then I played Before the Storm. And I loved Before the Storm. I liked, I actually preferred the smaller focus on the supernatural stuff. I like that. It just focused more on the characters. Uh, it was a little inconsistent. Still, still had some of the Life is Strange quirks, but um, uh, I thought the stuff with Chloe, I love Chloe. I thought she's a fantastic character. Um, and I just thought it was, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a really strong game and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I did not get around to playing, um, I think it was Captain Spirit and Life is Strange 2, just just didn't get around to it. They've always been on my list, uh, so I, I miss those ones. But yeah, I was excited to go into this one, and uh, really like the game overall. Awesome. Uh, how about you, Britt? Then do you want to give a quick uh, recap of like your history at the series before we we dive into True Colors? It's almost the exact same as Jeff's. Um, I played a Life is Strange. Wasn't too hot on the ending. I remember. I think it, w- it was on PlayStation 3, and it was... I think we had downloaded... I think, like, the first three episodes were free or something one one time on PSN. So, um, me and my spouse downloaded it, and we took turns playing each episode together, but we always made choices together. Um, and then we were waiting... Antici- we were anticipating the last episode, and it just kind of left a, huh. Like, it, it wasn't... Mm-hmm. It wasn't a conclusion. It left more questions than answers uh, with all the buildup that they put into um, the storytelling. Um, I started playing Before the Storm. I think I finished the first chapter. I loved it a lot. Um, Then life got busy. I never played the second one. And then, of course, I played True Colors. And then to wrap things up, I... I'm like the complete opposite of both of you. I, I, I haven't finished any of the games with the exception of True Colors. I started Life is Strange 2, um, mostly because um, I reviewed another Don't Nod game, uh, which was Twin Mirror for Game Critics, and I absolutely adored it. I thought it was such a phenomenal um, video game because it, it did a lot of cool things that reminded me of movies, like with the way its camera worked and the use of um, you know uh, situational music and everything. I liked it, and then my friend told me, yeah, Yo, you got to play Life is Strange too because I want your opinion on like what it's like playing as like a Latino main character. And I'm like, all right, I'll wait till it's on sale. It was on sale. I played the first, you know, forty minutes, fifty minutes. I never finished it, but I remember those few, like that really hitting me to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, like this. I, I see myself in a game. I see a young kid, you know, a young coming from an immigrant um, dad who's an older brother and it's this very emotional it's weird because everyone like talks about how like depressing these games are right and how like they they kind of mess you up but for once i was emotional over something nice and it was it was a good thing to see um and i saw a lot of myself and sean from life is strange too i just never got around to finishing it i was at this at the time i started i just got my ps5 so i'm like no i want to play other games for a bit um and then of course yeah i i i as as a recording i submitted the first draft of my life is strange true colors review over at game critics so it's still fresh in my mind i and i guess we're gonna dive in i i i I, is it safe to assume that the overall consensus is that we like this game yes yeah yeah it's still i've got 
a couple issues with it, but I think mm-hmm. it's probably it's probably the most consistent game in the series. I don't know if it had like the highest highs, but uh, for me personally, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And I, I, if I had to recommend a Life is Strange game to just like anyone, uh, it'd probably be this one. I think it's the easiest sell for sure. You talk about the like the consist. I, I kind of agree with the consistency. I think this is a more confident game. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the quirks present in the original ones aren't here. Like the the kind of corny and awkward <laughs> like um, translations, the lip sync issues, mm-hmm. the the awkward cuts and the, everything. The facial um, animation and voice acting is really good in this. Uh, the yeah, it, it was really good. Step up. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed that with the eyes, like <laughs> the eye movement and just like the the mouth movement was really good. And that's something that I paid attention to a lot because in Life and Strange, the first one, it was very janky. And yeah. the voices were weird. Like, yeah. like I think the first Life is Strange, they only had, like, four voice actors. So, like, yeah. people had to change their voices. And I remember just hating, the, like, other than, like, the the main characters, uh, I remember hating, like, the side characters' voices. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's and, funny because... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, one thing I really loved about this game, as opposed to the first Life is Strange, is the dialogue didn't feel so forced and scripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were still moments, don't get me wrong, where I was like, okay, this feels a little corny and cheesy. But um, overall, I, I feel like it had a much natural, uh, and like Jeff said, a consistent flow to its dialogue um, that didn't so much take me out of the atmosphere it was just it was really nice yeah i that it, there are things like you know mannerisms and facial tics that i picked up on that were that really kind of drove everything home i the motion capture was great the dialogue felt real like these are people like they weren't just video game characters or vessels to give you like a quest or give you a choice no no these were people so mm-hmm. you you speak to them like they're people, and I really appreciate that. Like Alex Chen, the main character, felt like a real person, um, m- like more real than most video game characters, right? Like this is someone you know, or this is someone you could like put yourself into. And I I really again, it's like the little things that make that that made it go a long way as far as the presentation goes. Like the the voice acting, like you said, Jeff is is great, and and Britt, you brought up the eyes. That's stuff. Yeah, that is that's something I picked up immediately. I'm like, oh, this is a person. Yeah, it looks like, and one thing I loved about it is each character felt like they could have like their own DLC, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially yep. Gabe. Like, I, I know Steph has a DLC coming, um, but I, Gabe, he he could like he could have easily been the main character in this game. Gabe is like, awesome. Yeah, Gabe could like between when he gets out, um, uh, his like where his shit picks up to where, um. He is now, like, he could have easily had his own fucking game. Like, I would love to play that. Well, there is a Steph Story DLC coming out, which, um... Yeah. I- I'll probably play that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, now, like, for sure. But it- it's funny that you bring up, yeah, every character does feel fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Um, significantly. Like, more, like, again, more than, like, what I've, what I, from what I understand of the other Life of Strange yeah. games. It's like, everyone here has you know they have lives they have a story they have something that you can you can all that you can tell from like a few seconds of just like speaking to them, a few minutes of speaking to them can, you know they all like have these just... just even the random npcs in the street like i want to know more about the ice cream couple like <laughs> i was invested in their shit 
A lot of couples going on first dates, I will notice, in Haven. Um, so, <laughs> can, can I get one thing out of the way? Uh, one little complaint. It's more about the series than this one. I just want to get out of the way because it's really not a big deal or a deal breaker, and I don't want it to like weigh down the rest of the discussion. Um, but, you know, obviously, which we'll get into, you know, there's a tragedy at the beginning of the, beginning of the game, and I just think it's more uh, just something with the series. I feel... I really don't want to come across as too harsh here, but it, it almost feels sometimes like it's a little too hard with the tragedy, with the... I don't want to say it's emotionally manipulative, but, like, I would like to see them try a game where... This is, like, a few games now, or three games that I've played, and it's murder, or suicides, or deaths, or, like... Um, I would like to see the stakes brought down just a little bit, because I think it's very easy to generate high emotions with huge events like that. And I'd just like to see mm -hmm. them try to tackle something a little bit, uh, not one notch below, I guess to say like, um, I, 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 I agree with that, especially with this game, because Alex clearly, she, she's a good character to kind of expand on without death mm -hmm. because she's, she's kind of her own worst enemy in that aspect mm -hmm. with her powers. Um, so they could have easily not had killed Gabe in the beginning and just mm -hmm. focused on her. And, and that's one thing that kind of disappointed me personally is that in the first chapter of this game is presented as like, oh, she absorbs these powers and she kind of becomes somebody else. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, and spoilers, of course, going forward, you're, you're just kind of helping people. And I really would have loved to see her working through her own shit more. Like, I don't get me wrong. I love that she helps people, but I, that inner turmoil could have been so good to work through. Um, and, and I think it's really relatable that I think that that could have been emotionally drawing enough like seeing her tear apart her own relationships and stuff like i don't know if you guys read the text messages in like in the first Every chapter single one yeah I've combed through all the that shit me and too and you can clearly <laughs> tell she has a complicated uh past and she has a hard time with relationships so i think the game could have easily been her adjusting letting her guard down and just letting herself feel her emotions and like how to process them i think that could have been an amazing game i still love what i got but i'm i'm a little disappointed that it was mostly her fixing other people and not really herself that's yeah, fair. Okay, so, it, it, yeah, uh, to that point, and I, I kind of do agree. I remember initially thinking, okay, this is going to be cool. It's like a Hallmark or Gilmore Girls-esque kind of thing where nothing goes wrong in this village and everyone's just kind of, like, helping each other out. And the biggest problems are, like, are menial, right? And I and I kind of I, I kind of like that for the for, for, for a bit. I remember thinking, okay, this is cool. I'm, I'm just going to stay in this small town and I'm going to help. Every, it's just going to be about, like, this community that's coming together. And then when that big tragedy, I remember it... I remember it feeling a bit abrupt initially, right? Because um, it kind of is. It's kind of like laughably abrupt um, in a way. Obviously, Do you want to like, just lay painful. it out, I, I guess, CJ? Like, I, I mean, at this like, point, again, this is Gabe dies. It's I, the I'm, trailer. I, I, yeah, Gabe dies. I don't want to say how. Okay. For, for a few reasons, mostly because I think I'm going to start laughing just because I, I'm just remembering I was not in a good headspace to play that. I was like, I got to that part like at two in the morning. And I think I was just tired already, and, and I was, like, kind of cracking up, just because it, 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 it doesn't really build up to that in, like, a good way. I, I was streaming you know it. Like, I was, it was on stream. I streamed the entire first episode, and I was just like, oh, like, what? What it the just, fuck? <laughs> it just happens, and then that's, like, it. And then it ends, so I'm like, 
What? <laughs> like, I I get it. I think I what yeah. I respect, though, is like, so I won't say how Gabe dies, but di- Gabe dies essentially the 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 it's it's a part of like this larger conspiracy right there's like a it, it does more to it um so in that aspect okay i kind of respect it because like now the burden isn't on alex because she feels responsible now she, because she it, it's because no there's something else going on and i right. kind of like that because like you said Britt, alex has already gone through everything she she has a lot of emotional baggage so the a her brother dying isn't her baggage it but it's something that she feels the need to fix right right so in a, in a way i don't mind that they, Ooh, they, yeah. they 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 i don't mind that they pull the death card i really don't because it, for once it's not the main character's fault it's not the main character's well, it's more of like it's more it's not their well, responsibility it's it just depends on your choice it depends on your choice and i, I just want to be clear like i you know when i when i talk about like the tragedy and stuff like that I think for this game, it was just a complaint with the series. For this game, I think it works really well because the game really feels like so much of it is about dealing with trauma, whether it's Alex dealing with her own traumas or helping other people work through theirs. Um, and since that's so fundamental to the game, I think I'm I'm fine with it. But yeah, like it, and it just sucks because Gabe was a great character, and God, it would Gabe have been so cool good. to see, uh, you know, his role in in kind of the rest of this. I feel like you could have still taken on this shadowy company and stuff like that and done a lot of the things the game does uh, and not have to, uh, you know, let him go that early. But Gabe could have easily replaced Ryan and the mm-hmm. best friend trio. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with Gabe, though, it's one of those things where the he, he had his redemption. He had his whole arc, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before the game even started. That's true. And I kind of respect that, like, the game doesn't feed you his story. Because it's Alex's story, not his, right? Exactly. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those things where, no, Gabe's kind of too perfect of a character to exist in this world. Yeah. It's lazy. It's lazy kind of to kill him off, but at the same time, you got to understand that, like, oh, yeah, it's this figure that that Alex needed, this father figure, this, her big brother, um, needs to to leave in order for her to... in order for her to feel like she has to be strong. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because, like... Yeah, totally. Because the entire 100%. game then would have been... Yeah. Um, again, yeah, I, I get some people have mixed a mixed response to it. I know death is such a touchy thing in games, specifically in, in, in fiction, where everything relies on it. Characters get fridged like crazy. Um, I, I, too, get tired of the, the trope that, oh, yeah, someone's death will make this main character stronger. I'm like, eh, we can we can kind of move past that at this point. But... It, in a way, this kind of feels like the the send off to that trope. Yeah, you got to understand. Yeah, and I really like how it made her step up into that almost dad role that he had with Ethan. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she really like looked out for that kid because um, his mom really didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. I think at this point we're gonna. I I, I want to apologize ahead of time. I think we're, we're gonna get our streams crossed, and at, we're gonna start referencing things that happen. Like I, so again, apologies for the spoilers. Apologies in advance, just because I feel like at this point the discussion is gonna be like <laughs> on specifics. We kind of covered the main stuff. Um, yeah. So let's let. Are we just gonna say now, like definitively, this is spoiler territory. We're gonna go one hundred percent all in yeah. on the yeah all, all the in. episodes, all the details, the nitty gritty. Yeah. The nitty gritty, the juice, yeah. um, everything, everything. Um, and then we'll, we'll kind of talk about like how we feel personally about mm-hmm. the game with all that knowledge in mind. Yeah, and um, the decisions that we made, yeah. Okay, Britt, since it's freshest in your mind, 
I'm 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 curious. Then, is there any choice specifically that stood out to you, that kind of like that you that 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 stuck to you? Okay, so the th- the one that got me really fucked up because normally I'm like, okay, you know, if I make a wrong decision, I I can go back and replay it or you know whatever. Like I have OCD, so I'm very like. I think about things for a little bit. Either I know immediately in my mind what I'm going to do or I think about it and I just don't fucking know. The first one that I felt guilty about and that stuck with me for a little bit was actually in the first chapter with Ethan and Gabe where um, Ethan wants to go to the mine place. Um, I felt bad for Ethan because... He was clearly used to being alone. He was clearly used to kind of doing his own thing. And he was clearly used to his mom kind of in her own world, I guess. Um, At the time, I thought maybe... Especially, so when your first interaction with Charlotte is Gabe going to buy her flowers because he did something wrong. And I'm like, and the more you go into that situation you find out that this happens often often enough to where Gabe actually has a tab open at the flower shop to get his girlfriend flowers to me that's a red flag so when this kid the son of this person comes up to me and goes yeah they're gonna be in there for a while I'm like all right well like I'm gonna like step it up and be the sister for this kid So my first, like, oh, maybe I made a fucking mistake choice was I didn't tell Gabe that he was planning on going to the mines. What? That, that, that one was, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. As soon as a kid, before I even knew anything, I was like, when I hear the word mine, nothing good ever happens at mines. And I mentioned this on the stream, like you hear mine, that's always bad. Something bad always happens at the mines. I was like, people need to know that this kid is going to the mines. This kid's going to fucking die. There's flyers everywhere. That's like, there's going to be an explosion. And it didn't, it didn't click in my mind when I made that decision. Like my, my whole heart was solely based on, I want this kid to trust me. Mm -hmm. I want him to feel like he has somebody that's going to be on his side. That was my whole fucking reasoning behind it. It wasn't just to be an asshole. I was like, I genuinely was just trying to do right by this kid and make him feel like he had like somebody that was on his side. Of course I immediately regretted it, but then, you know, I, I figured out that he goes anyway no matter what happens, he sneaks out and goes anyway. So, um, I think that's that was the, the first one. Sorry, I was just going to say quickly. I think that's one of the things I liked about this game, and they uh, Telltale got better as the, at this as they went along in their games. That I think Life is Strange approved too. Is like there's a lot of choices, but they don't. They're more um, the implications are more smaller and personal. It's not like big. I feel like mm-hmm. I was never screwed by a decision, really. Like you said, like the plot still largely plays out the same way, and some people don't like that, but I do. Like it doesn't. I, do I didn't. Too. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was really punished, even though I regretted certain things. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that was definitely it's... one of them. And the big one, the second big one for me, was actually Eleanor in the flower shop. I did not retell her about Gabe's death. Simple, simply because I worked in a assisted living facility with a lot of dementia patients, and they always tell you the best thing to do is just live in their world. Yep. Don't make them, like, don't argue with them about things. Don't mm-hmm. try to make them, it's like, if upsetting. somebody doesn't, yeah, it's upset. You don't want to upset them, so you, you avoid situations like that, so... 
I didn't tell her again because you go through this big scenario where you help her piece her life back together and she's so distraught and it was such a familiar feeling to me seeing her like that that I didn't have the heart to tell her again because I knew it was just going to crush her. We did all this work. I didn't I didn't want her to get upset all over again. And then she didn't get to come to the fucking the lantern vigil. Like you see Aww. Riley walk up to the door and she's kind of looking for her and then she leaves. And I think that's also why she didn't at the end of the fucking game she told me that I needed help. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fuck you, Eleanor. That, that's the one part I didn't care for, like, at the end of the game, where I was like, okay, this is the very gamey part, where it's like, who did you help, and who did you talk to, and then now they're gonna have your back, because I could tell, I was like, oh, I clearly, I didn't do something with Ducky, because Ducky, like, I, I must have missed something, and he just... Man, fuck Ducky. Fuck Ducky. <laughs> fuck Ducky, bro. <laughs> the, oh, okay, so I talked Can't to CJ Can't trust old white people for shit, man. Yeah, I, I talked to CJ about this, and the only, like, I was really, like, that's part of the reason why I was crying, is because half the people didn't side with me, and mm. it fucking crushed me. Mm. Both on an emotional level, like, I was like, oh my god, they don't like me, I fucked up, I didn't do something right, like... In that Alex position, and also as me, I was like, what the fuck did I do? Like, wh- like I went back to the Eleanor scene. Um, I had Ducky on my side, I had Pike on my side, and I had Steph on my side. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch is messed up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. um, how, how about you, Jeff, then? Any, 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 anything specifically stand out to you? Anything kind of stayed with you? In terms of choices, um... Not really. Fuck, I have such a bad memory. I'm already starting to forget certain things. Uh, but, um, <laughs> no, same. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think real quickly here. See, it's hard. I can't. I can't even think of the big choices off the top of my head. Um, See, I have anxiety, so that shit stays with me. I do too, but it didn't seem to spill over to the game. I just have anxiety if I'm like gonna get sick and I die think... at the grocery store. Uh... <laughs> I think it's weird because like the choices didn't stick with me, but sort of the, 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 the larger implications, the larger messages, the larger themes stuck with me, right? Oof, yeah. It's that sort of thing where I said something in the game and then now I'm out running errands with Christine thinking, what the fuck did that mean? Uh, like, yeah, I'll you know, s- can I, can I go to the ending real quick? Can I skip ahead? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because that's the... So, I mean, again, we're, we're talking spoilers. Here's the big choice. One of the choices at the end of the game, which, I, again, I appreciate that they make very clear and don't kind of uh, trap you into it based on your early decisions, is you can stay in Haven, it seems like, or you can kind of go and see the world with... Uh, for me, it was Steph. We really connected. I assume there's probably, like, a romance option with, with Ryan. Um, uh, but, you know, I was pretty close with Steph, so she's like, hey, do you want to go and... You know, tour the country and play music together and see all the sites stuff or do you want to stay in haven uh and that's the one that was a little difficult for me right but i think um you know trying to think through it through alex's eyes i was like this is a person who had their life ripped apart really early and has moved you know foster homes and group homes and, and things like that never really had a um a connection with people like a lasting connection and a place to call home and stuff like that and it just felt right to me to, to stay in Haven, but part of me is like, you know, what if I gave up this amazing experience? I know this is a game, but like, what if part of, what if I gave up this amazing experience and 
seeing all these cool new places and living this amazing life and stuff just to kind of like uh you know play it safe and boring and stuff in this little town uh, so i at the time like i felt like it was the right choice but that's the one that kind of sticks with me was like oh mm-hmm. did i really make the right decision you know what i'm going to talk about the ending too because that that's the one because uh, i was presented with that same choice again with steph and i remember thinking well it's easy i should just leave because it's alex but then when gabe you know, spoiler, Gabe's, like, Force Ghost comes and talks to you, um, and Gosh. kind of explained. But he, he explained this thing where it's, like, he, he gives you both, like, alright, here's what you can do if you go or if you stay or leave, and it's, mm-hmm. when you stay, he talked a lot about how, like, all this baggage you have and all this, all these feelings you're feeling, um, they're temporary. You know, everything that just went down will be an afterthought. And mm-hmm. time's going to do its yeah. thing and you're going to have to live your life. And I remember thinking, okay, I am someone who has made a lot of mistakes and a lot of bad choices. That, that, and, and that's the reason I'm, I'm sort of in the position I'm in now. Um, I don't feel like I've done a lot. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel, I don't feel like quite happy where I am. But at the same time if I keep harping on, on those things, if I keep harping on the past, if I keep harping on, like, on all this baggage, if I keep carrying all this baggage, I can't live a good life, no matter where I am. So I decided to stay in Haven. And, and just, like I said, let time do its thing. And then it's one of those things where, as soon as the credits rolled, I sat and thought, yeah, this game completely changed the way I have to look at the rest of my life. I mean, yeah, that that's the same thing I thought is when, like, and it's sad because I knew immediately what he was referencing when Gabe said that. He said, you know, time's, time, time does its forward. thing or I was like, like yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, no, I was like, I don't, like, you, I've just been so invested in you, and I just put everything into you that the thought of you being just a memory in my mind and not at the forefront is um it's hard uh because that you know I lost a friend to cancer a few years ago and I remember having that same feeling is that I I don't know what's worse when somebody passes you're in mourning but they're constantly there and then you you get happier over time but as that time passes, you start to forget them, and you don't think of them as much. And it's like, well, I, I don't know what's worse. I don't know. Would you rather forget somebody and be happy or, or you oh. know, live in that pain forever? And so that, that part really hit me. It's so mm-hmm. true. Like I, I mean, it's not the same as a person, but we lost our cat um, a couple of years ago, and it was the same thing. Like, uh, I talked to Christine, my wife, about it. It's funny because I think CJ's partner is also named Christine. It always messes me up, but... The uh, SCGC uh, cinematic universe, yeah. so no, everything gets. But a- <laughs> we talk about it all the time, and and she she starts crying sometimes, and she uh, there was one day where she's like, I can't remember it. I can't remember how it how it felt anymore when she used to sit on my lap. Like I, I she used to be able to feel the warmth and like the the weight on her legs mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and she's like, I can't, I can't feel it. I can't hear her anymore. Um, and my my phone broke a year ago, and I had these videos. And we have pictures, but I don't. I lost all my videos of her. We don't have any now, and I can't hear her sounds. Like I can't hear how she sounded, and it's like, you know, it's 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 simultaneously hard, but it makes it easier because I 
I can remember some of the good memories and stuff, and the raw, mm-hmm. the really raw stuff isn't as present. Uh, and I try to tell myself that's just natural, and that's just part of healing and moving on and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I lost my grandma last year during COVID, and it's it's the same thing. Like I'm just things aren't as clear and things aren't as fuzzy, and I want to tell myself it's that it's good, but it's it's fucking hard when you it is hard when something's yeah. such a big part of your life, and then it's not, and you say is it okay to like kind of just put this on the back burner like is it yeah am i guilt should i feel guilty for doing it is it wrong but Mm -hmm. it's you know it does let you focus on other things and stuff like that right so it's yeah that that hit me hard in this game too for sure that's that's the thing it's like this game is very much about it's about two things right it's about you know feeling for others and this game does a great job of giving you that sort of like visual that sort of representation of like what others go through whether it's eleanor's whole thing where you know you see all these words jumbled up the numbers jumbled up you see all these notes kind of scattered all over or you see charlotte's like just anger at like her son um her her you know her uh, alex at ryan these visual representations or you see max paranoia um you see all the stuff like that that does that and then the other half is teaching let go teaching you to let go of all that mm-hmm. at some point you have to stop carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders mm-hmm. right and that's alex alex's her entire deal has been she's not only carrying her baggage she's carrying the baggage of every she, she's had to carry the baggage of everyone else she's met mm-hmm. literally literally because she has to like fucking feel whatever they're feeling so this game does a great job of telling you like no no no, no. it's okay to let go you don't have to be superman you gotta let people in at some point they're gonna have to help you you need to be helped right and I, I, sorry, I, I, I was going to say, I think that's what made it so hard for me at the end of the game to see not everybody stand up to me, especially ones that I really helped, like Eleanor. Um, Charlotte can go fuck herself, but like <laughs> Eleanor and um, Ryan specifically, like those ones really hurt because I did everything I could to help them and just... To see Ryan especially turn his back on me was mm-hmm. one of the hardest fucking things because I really struggled. You're um, talking about the end when he backs his dad instead of you kind of thing? Mm, yes, because that's that's what he did for me. And uh, apparently there's four different endings. Oh. Um, I, I don't know where the endings start and like end kind of thing, but... Um, one of the one of the things that made it really difficult for me to choose between Steph and Ryan um, was Steph was really fun to be around. She was like cool, and you know we had fun together. And she's hot and into the music thing. But Ryan had this way of emotionally connecting with with me and the things he said were always the right things that I needed to hear. And just, I really loved Ryan as a character. So when that happened, it, it like, it, it genuinely hurt me. I was like, I can't believe that he's fucking, he's doing this. Um, and then you get up the next day and he sends you all these apology texts. Um, and apparently you can have a conversation with him, but I didn't i don't know how you can you um, probably have to like make a certain choice earlier to unlock it because i remember seeing that at the end too this game will do like the thing where it, it tells you 
oh yeah, this percentage of people made this choice, um, and also you're oh. fucking wrong for making this choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that, that's what the game will tell you. Um, so yeah, I like like Brit. I was confused too because there are a bunch of things that didn't even occur to me that could happen. Tell that 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 could happen basically. Right. Like that that the game was like letting me know. I I just want to say real quickly. I think that's an interest. I think that's a really big compliment to the game because. I, I don't know if we were recording at the time, but I was really down on Ryan. Um, but I think it's really cool that we could play the same game. And I, I don't know, I just connected with Steph really early on. I just identified with her character more. And so I think maybe because I shut Ryan down, I didn't really get a lot of what Britt was saying. But I think it's testament to the writing and maybe the complexity of the game design that they managed to create like two really unique different characters. And obviously we right. both had very strong... Uh, reactions and connections with both of them in, in totally different ways when I'm sure quite often, you know, there's kind of like just one standout character. And obviously, uh, yeah, I just think it's really cool that depending on either the way you play or the choices you make or the, the way you explore the dialogue options and stuff like that, obviously you can still get, um, you have two really viable options and, and two really uh, different and unique, interesting experiences. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I appreciate how like, it's not so black and white that there is like there is no right or wrong choice and mm-hmm. everyone will have an ex- I, I, that's the thing i wasn't expecting this game to be as dynamic and as com- complex as it was right and i appreciated that like okay yeah like you said jeff you hit, on, you hit the nail on the head like we all did more or less we did some of the same things um but we all got like wildly different results um yeah. e- even though like at the end we we, we kind of came to the same like conclusion outside of the game um, and, and I think that's what makes this special. Mm-hmm. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's not like another game. It's not like this. I, 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 I tend to go, you know, kind of shit on like, um, video games that try to tell stories because a lot of them feel like video games at the end of the day. Um, this felt like an actual like story. This felt like an actual, this is the greatest piece of art I've experienced all year. Right. Uh, because it completely like shattered whatever expectations I, I would have had otherwise. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. No, that's okay. I'm going to jump back a little bit, but like the, uh, you know, if we're, if we're just kind of talking about things we like about the game now, like I, uh, I, I criticize it, uh, not the game, this game, but like the series, right. I, I just lamented its reliance on tragedy and stuff like that for, for pushing emotions. But I think this game's, uh, had a really good balance between, kind of the um you know the sadness and and the tough times it had a lot of really fun and, and kind of whimsical and lighthearted moments i think there was a really yes. good balance between that and like i can't not talk about episode three because the entirety oh, of episode three, three, oh my god uh, for me personally was such a delight and at first i was like okay like is this a little too meta is this a little too tongue-in-cheek but like I had so much fucking fun just playing through that. And like, especially after the first episode, obviously where Gabe dies and the second episode is almost entirely just uh, reconciling that tragedy and deal and like working through it with everyone. It was such a downer. And then to get to episode three and have, it it felt like this weight was lifted a little bit. I was like, okay, we're going to do this for Ethan, but like, we're going to do this for me too. And I needed that. Um, I don't know, like, so do you guys want to talk about that at all? Like, the Yes, LARP? please, please. They essentially made FCGC the video game, and it's amazing. <laughs> it is um, a... Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. You can explain. No, you can go that, ahead and that's... Explain I mean, yeah, basically, it's, you know, they're they're putting on... Uh, Ethan, right, the kid, writes this um, comic series called Thanor, which is like, okay, he obviously just 
found Thor and then added a few letters in there, but whatever. Like he, <laughs> he uh, you know, he he writes this. Kind I of... didn't make that connection, but thank you for pointing. <laughs> Uh, it's like every every dark <laughs> RPG, dark fantasy into one thing. Like, like yeah, conceivably, no. Like, how old is this kid? No, no kid right. can. No kid. But you know, no this kid can. Write. This kid's feeling a lot of guilt because he went up to the mines, and that's the reason that Gabe died. And uh, so everyone, you know, well, mainly Steph, but especially Alex as well, are trying to cheer him up, and they get the whole town involved in this LARP, which. For non-nerds, God, this game is fucking nerdy. Everyone in this town's a huge nerd, but it's a live-action roleplay, right? And um, they basically convert the town into a giant RPG, and everyone's playing a character. Uh, and you just get to—it's cool. One of the uh, one of the other small criticisms I was gonna have about the game is that it felt very limited. Uh, the town was cool, but I I feel like the other games took me to a few more places. Uh, this one, I felt like I was always either in my apartment or in the bar or in the town. Um, but I think this chapter alleviated some of that because it transformed everything and let me view it a different way. Uh, and they basically turn the town into this fantasy and there's monsters, uh, and Steph just goes all out and converts all these different buildings and locations and decorates them, um, into a fantasy, like the bar is now a tavern or something like that. And they, I don't know, it's just, it was so heartwarming, uh, and it was really fun. I mean... Two out of the three members talking right now are big Final Fantasy fans, so to actually, there's actual battles where you have to use items and attacks, and there's status It's a turn-based. It turns into a turn-based yeah. RPG, <laughs> and what they do, what really got to me at first was like, oh, at first it's very low budget, like, yeah. it's, it's you're playing through, like, oh yeah, these are people in costumes. It's kind of like the South Park RPGs, in a, in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, a oh, boss okay. battle, though. Yeah, and then the, the the final boss battle convert literally turns into like a fantasy RPG with like the effects and everything. You know, Alex Alex is like is a bard, so that's her class. She has her guitar as like her weapon. Um, Ethan is a warrior, and he he he's all about like swords and you know what I'm saying. And it, it's it, it, yeah, it's probably like a, a cute nod to like the fact that this game is published by Square, but overall, it's so it's so charming. It is such a wonderful, wonderful, like, distraction from all the pain that this game has, like, inflicted upon us <laughs> right before. Yeah, it, it was a very, like, as soon as that scene happened, like, the amount of joy, and it's funny because the amount of joy that I felt when he lifted his sword and mm -hmm. just seeing how happy he was in that moment. And then seeing how happy Alex was because of it. Like, it was like a chain reaction. It was like, Ethan's happy. Alex is happy. I'm happy. Like, it was just such a a good, heartwarming moment. And then when it fucking, like, does the CG change into what how he views the world, I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. And then the <laughs> boss comes out, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just think I was really impressed with the detail uh, especially in the town, there's so much to interact with, and like, uh, especially when you go into the record store uh, with Steph and stuff like that, like the items for sale, and the way just so many things are transformed and stuff like that. I just thought it was really, really Ryan. Ryan plays three different. Like, <laughs> oh God, types. I loved that. <laughs> Ryan, See, that's what made me be like, yeah, I was like, oh, Ryan is so cute. <laughs> like, whereas like a snakehead, he yeah. plays like a troll. It, it's it's so again, it's like one of those things like that, and that's sort of what I wanted. Like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's a small town. Yeah, look, it's not 
there's not a lot of conflict going on here, but it's just a town coming together to make one kid happy. <laughs> right. There's the one and dude it, it, who's the blacksmith outside the shop, like just like fucking pissed. So <laughs> in character. <laughs> yes. He was he was fucking great and I loved the the jester, like it's really or the the riddle person. Like yes. I loved I love because when you first meet that kid, he's in the park in chapter two and he was like he basically wants to write something because anything can happen he could die but he doesn't know what to write and then you see him again and he plays the jester and then in the last chapter you see him and he's created this whole book solely based on off of being inspired by playing that role so it's just like it's such a cool thing like steph probably thinks she only impacted Ethan, maybe Alex. She she doesn't realize like the impact she had as a whole on the town, and it was just so cool. Even after that chapter, to see the ripple effect of like what happened and everybody's happiness after that, it was just such a cool chapter. Um, before we, I, I don't know how much we have left. Do you guys want to talk about? We talked so much about the game. The final chapter is so much on kind of Alex's childhood do we want to talk about her mom and dad and kind of like yeah, that I think, conclusion to the story and how yeah we, we should touch on that only because yeah like now we're finally it's mm-hmm. finally alex it's her turn to get her mm-hmm. her spotlight um i will say i never ever thought i would cry after listening to dido's uh you know thank you in the way oh, that yeah. I did after, oh my god, the use of music is great. But like, mm-hmm. so, um, just to sum up, Alex, go, you know, obviously she's gone through like foster home at the foster home and group home and orphan, all this thing. Uh, her and her brother were separated. So the game towards the end goes into this really great psychological section where you're sort of traveling back to like these specific memories. Um, it's her in her present day form, but she's living through like what she lived yeah, she's through going through trauma points in her past exactly um gabe's there kind of like explaining okay here's what you got to do play the part this is what's play happening dad god fuck oh god fuck you know dad's home he's pissed play the part like something like that and, it, and it's just brutal and you just go you get through... ex- anxiety immediately because you know something fucking bad is about to happen yeah, oh my god like... and it's weird because it didn't it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna get but it still was like, holy shit, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I just witness? Um, the, I, I love... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to just say, the thing that fucked me up the most, I think, in that scene was um, when she's at her mom's bedside and her, like... <laughs> it was funny because I had this... this it's like train a thought that happened and her mom's like, you know, you're so brave, you're so strong, you have to take care of them. And I was like... She's, what, 11 years old? I was like, there's a reason why they pointed that out. Because my immediate thought was, that's a lot of fucking weight to put on a kid. That doesn't seem fair. And I'm like, well, like, maybe the mom's just trying to be like, hey, this is my way of making sure my family's okay. But But then again, I was like, she's 11 years old, and she's putting that much pressure on her to, like, fix everything and then it was like a a fucking switch went off in my head and i was like oh my god i was like that's that's what alex has been doing this whole fucking game like that's all she's ever tried to do in her life is just fix people and make them feel better and 
when she can't, she feels like she fails and like blows up and pushes people away when in reality she probably just couldn't stop the inevitable. She couldn't stop people's emotions from happening. And like, it was, it just made me feel like if that, if her mom hadn't had said that, how different would she have been? How, how different would things turned out? And then when she came to that conclusion on her own and she screamed at Gabe, I fucking lost it. I was like, oh my god. I was like, this poor fucking girl. Like, and then she gets fucking shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh yeah. All this, it's funny because all this happens like while she's like fucking shy. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> like she's <laughs> falling down a fucking like yeah. a well. Oh, or like a, a mind shot. Um, Jeff, what did you think of these of these psychological segments? The sort of like, mm-hmm. and how how like deep it goes, and how 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 much you're kind of dealt with. It's such a rapid, it, it's rapid fire almost. It just fucking hits you, hits you, hits you with all this shit. What what did you think of that of, of last? Yeah, part? I thought it was really effective because, like Britt said earlier, uh, you know, and what we talked about, so much of it was Alex, and I think you mentioned it as well, CJ. Like so much of it was Alex helping each others or, or other people, right? Um, and this was like, okay, she's been shot, she's alone, she's now forced to deal with herself and to resolve her own baggage and her own conflicts. Um, and this part, uh, I'll be honest, it really it hit me really fucking hard. Um, I, I hope I'm not betraying anyone's confidence, but I, uh, I had, I mean, I'm a white dude in Canada. Uh, my parents are divorced. You know, I had some what I feel are rough moments growing up, but overall I think I've had a very privileged life. Uh, my wife was, was not as fortunate. She had a very tough youth and tough, tough childhood. And I saw uh, just from the things she's told me, I saw a lot of her life through this, um, which I feel like is what happens to good people when bad things happen to them, which uh, especially with Alex's dad uh, mm-hmm. and that just, fucking destroyed me different situations but the same thing uh she my wife had to take care of her siblings when she was 15 or 16 because her her family fell apart um and she eventually had to leave home because of it because uh she was hit by someone and and there's a scene like that in the game as well and it just it, it felt very genuine and very authentic and very real um and i know it's a very personal connection but um, I thought it was very strong, and I again, I just like the rest of the game. I thought it was very well written, and very well acted, yeah. and um, yeah, it it. Sorry, but were you gonna say something? No, no, keep going. No, that that's basically it. I I don't know where I was going with that, but it just um, it, it hit me really hard. I thought that last chapter, taking the time to say, okay, we've taken everyone else's pain, we've dealt with everyone else's emotions. Let's look inwards now and let's deal with your shit so that we can actually move on and live the rest of our life. And I thought that was really, I loved it. I thought it was really well done. It, it, it was really well done. And one of the things that really struck me during that scene was just how much Alex was willing to forgive her father in that scene. Like, it's mm-hmm. fine. I'm not hurt. It was an accident. Like, she could have easily been that person her whole life and she she could have easily based on what happened to her and the trauma she could have easily been a victim her whole life and maybe it was her powers I don't know but she changed and she she 
learned how to protect herself. She, you know, eventually stopped trying with her dad, which is sad and, you know, in in some way, I guess, inevitable. But it was it, it was very. It made me appreciate Alex as a character more just to see how much she developed. Like that's that's again one thing about the writing about this game is that they gave you a character's backstory without giving them like the without living through the backstory, you know? So mm-hmm. it it was good to just relive her trauma and see the type of person she's become and why she's the way she is and just made me appreciate and respect her more and her decisions. Yeah, I yeah, I I agree, and you know, there's that bit where it all kind of comes back to her, right? Like every all that resentment, all that anger, all those all that trauma kind of comes back in a way where I that I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. right? With the with the revelation that like, oh no, her dad like died in Haven. So mm-hmm. can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. So at what point? So for those who don't know. Um, this is obviously a spoiler cast. We've been talking about this stuff, but um, <laughs> his, her dad. Oh yeah, spoilers, guys. Oh, her yeah, dad spoilers. ends up dying um, in a mine shaft that um, her dad. Her um, basically, it's kind of like a chain reaction. Her dad died there because of a choice Jeb made. Jet is it Jeb? Jet. Jed. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jed. Okay. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Uh, like. <laughs> yeah, but um, he basically. It's just chain reaction. He died in there because of Jed's decision, and now they're trying to cover it up, which led to ultimate, ultimately led to Gabe's death. So, um, how do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like Jed did that intentionally with? digging when he wasn't supposed to do you think it was just arrogance do you think he genuinely just left those people behind like how do you guys feel about that he i think it's kind of clear that he felt bad and he knew what he was doing was wrong and he lived with it but he's he's just been trying to cover it up right i I meant like specifically in that moment like in that moment oh like i couldn't I i couldn't pinpoint at what point he was the bad guy when you're walking through that red cave after the light goes out. I was like, uh-huh. okay, I know that the only thing I could gauge is that one guy was like, hey, we should leave. And he was like, nah, we don't give up. We just keep digging. Like, I didn't hear the scene where he's like, nah, fuck you. I'm out. You guys are trapped. He, I mean, it, it does happen. I, th- This is, I guess, another big decision. I forgave him. I, I did think. too. Um, oh, I did it. Uh, you didn't? No man, like fuck you, killed my dad. I to me, again, maybe similar to what Britt was saying. I think that moment was there where he had the choice, but in my head, I think if he stayed, everyone would have died. And I think mm-hmm. it's a tough decision. And I could see myself. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I think it was very human. And he had to make a call, and he maybe made the wrong call. And personally. It affected me, obviously, because Alex's dad was was down there. Um, but I don't know that that's how I feel. I think it was uh, obviously personally, you know, the wrong decision. And it was definitely wrong to cover it up and everything that he did after that. Um, but I I forgave him because I I think it was an I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he was a bad person at heart. Well, I think he made I a think... bad choice and it 
fucked yeah. him up and he had to live with it and didn't do the right thing. But um, that's, I don't know, that was my take on it. I think if that chapter taught us anything is that people can make shitty choices, but in the end still be, yeah. still have the ability to turn around and be decent people. Um, like Gabe, for instance, um, her dad at the very end of his life was apologizing. Um, and then you get, you get Jed who understands that, you know, at the end he's crying and breaking down and said he was just trying to do what was best for his family. And, yeah, he fucking shot you. Yeah, he fucking let you fall down a mine shaft. Um, like he obviously made fucking terrible decisions, but I like I, like Jeff. I was like he he saved lives. Like he killed mm-hmm. people, but he also saved people. He made a shitty choice, yes, but he also saved people. Yeah, I, I think, and to kind of cap that this discussion off, I, I think this game does a good job of, like, there are no heroes, there are no villains, right? Yeah. Right. They're just people making choices, and that's what you do in this game. Um, that's what makes it so relatable. Mm-hmm. That That is, yeah, you know, we're all just trying to live. Um, though This game kind of tells you, you know, you could make choices where you're not just surviving, you're living. And I think that's what the overall, like, lesson is here. Like, you know, the choices you make now will affect your future, and the, the thoughts you have now will affect your future. You can't enjoy the future if you're stuck in the past or if you're making this... It, it's this whole thing. Um, the only villain here is Charlotte, and I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> yep, <I'm> Charlotte. <laughs> um, I will write... I will do my own write-up on why Charlotte is bad <laughs> and why I feel the way I do because I'm a mom and I don't agree with her fucking reasoning. That part the was way so fucking weird. Where it was, dude. It she's was like, I hate my kid. I just want my kid to die. I'm like, what the? And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I, I I took her emotions from her. I'm like, no man. I did this, not this take her emotions not... from her. Oh no, bro. She was <gasps> you kill... didn't. So my no, she was gonna like drown Ethan or something. I'm like, no man, I can't have that. Happen. It just dawned on me way earlier. You guys asked what were the hardest decisions to make, and actually, this was the hardest decision i don't know if it's the way the game phrased it but i was like you know i i have this huge power right and like spider-man bullshit whatever with great power great great responsibility but uh it feels it felt violating to me to remove a genuine emotion from someone mm-hmm. um she's feeling this anger and I, I i you know it's a video game as well and i didn't know what would happen but I don't want to I, – I think part of working through things, like, things fucking suck sometimes. But I think we need to feel the sadness. We need to feel the anger because that is just part of what makes us who we are and what changes us and what helps us deal with really big events in our life. And I was worried, like, is it is it wrong of me to just take this from her? I felt like she just needs to work through this and I would, deal with I it. Would ag- yeah, I would agree with that. Had she not just been shoving a chivel in her son's face and breaking it, <laughs> that's totally fair. Like, my, that's my, totally my fair. thing is a little homicidal. Yeah, I, I feared for Ethan. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, naturally, I'm like, man, this kid's got to fucking like, be safe. Now, it was funny that after all that, if you do end up taking her feelings from her. She just acts like she's on Zoloft all the time. Yeah, she's she, all chill. That's what like, I didn't get, right? Like, Pike ended all, up like, normal I, when I, you took his emotions. She just she just became a fucking zombie. Like, and that's one thing I wish that um, 
would have had more consequences is taking mm-hmm. that much of like there's a difference between um solving somebody's problems and just simply taking them for yourself i wish that would have had more of an impact um i i was expecting it to i fully ex- expected alex to have this kind of emotional overload and just pop off um especially after the first episode where that happened and we really never see it again other than um s- very faintly after she takes their power i mean their emotions but um yeah no fuck charlotte 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 fucking sucks <laughs> fuck she- charlotte Fuck Charlotte. That's where we're gonna end this yeah. on. Um, Can I say one more thing, great... CJ? If, we, if we're yeah, man, up? go ahead, please. Um, please, please go. Ahead. I, I just, I, I think one of the biggest compliments I can give to this game is one of my big criticisms with games sometimes is, uh, you know, there's this big delineation between like main content and side content or extra content and stuff like that, or like, you know, what's part of the, what's necessary to get the story in the game and what's optional. And it's very easy, and it happens a lot sometimes, where really important shit, um, you you know, for me personally, I just kind of tend to mainline games. I play them on the easiest difficulty. I just want to get through them as quick as I can, because I'm just, like, so obsessed with, like, finding out what happens next, and I miss a lot of stuff. Because you're not a real gamer. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a real gamer, right? Um, <laughs> but a lot of times, it's at the detriment of the game's story, where I feel like I'm missing mm-hmm. pieces, and I'm like, fuck. And people are like, oh, well, you didn't do this side quest. I'm like, well, fuck. If that was important, it should have been part of the main story. Mm-hmm. And with this game specifically, I don't feel like I missed a beat. I don't feel like I missed anything. I felt like I got a really rewarding and genuine experience. Um, and I'm really happy and satisfied with everything. And I looked at my trophies <laughs> and I only got like 15% and I have all this shit that I missed. And I I never replay games. And I'm telling you, like when we finish this podcast, I'm like probably going to start this game up again because I want to just like take a little bit more time in this town. I want to poke a little bit more. I want to explore a little bit more. And I want to get some of the stuff I missed. I want to flesh things out a little bit more. I want to talk to more people. I want to see if I can help more of them. Um, And it's not because like, I didn't get that from my first experience. It's just because there's so much, I think there's a lot of detail and a lot of love that went into the crafting this game and the story. And I just want more of it. And I, to me, that's one of the biggest compliments I can pay. I'm, I'm, torn between wanting to look up like the specific endings and just like me wanting to replay the game and seeing if my my like different choices have different effects i guess if that makes sense um because like i said there are four endings and there's some stuff i'm not happy with like I want that whole fucking town to give me a standing ovation when i come in half dead accusing somebody of murdering me yeah, it's weird because like I don't replay games either, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to replay a game like this just because I feel like my choices are canon. They're final, right? I know. It's, it's the reason hard. why I'll never go back and play the first Mass Effect again after playing it for the first time this year. Oh no, like, CJ! I didn't. No, I <laughs> my my choices are done. They're set. Quick sidebar: my dead. biggest regret in life back. is that we didn't do a podcast on Mass Effect One, CJ, because that's my favorite Mass Effect. I just fucking quit halfway through Mass Effect 2, which everyone loves. But, like, one day we got to fucking too. talk about how good Mass Effect 1 I, is. I will 100% talk about Mass Effect 1 on this podcast. It is one of my games of the year. 100%. That that remaster broke me. Britt can tell you because all my tweets <laughs> about Rex, about Rex, like, I, 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 I almost cried. Like, I, I never wanted to play a game again. Um, But anyway, 
we, we went way over <laughs> our original like our original like a lot of stuff. I was like, so it'll only be thirty or forty minutes. Good the game is. <laughs> that yeah. is true. So like I think to wrap it up to, to close, this game's great. You already know that because you played it because you're listening to the spoiler cast. If you haven't played it and you still, we barely touched on anything I think no we so, didn't so we really mm-hmm. did like so, i wanted to talk exactly. more about how shitty charlotte is i wanted to talk <laughs> more about riley we, and mac and their situation like there's exactly. so much more i wanted to talk so, about we just didn't get time to like like jeff said you know you look back there's so much you can dig into so i still urge anyone who's listened to this thinking all right well i i don't care about the game i just want to listen to you know the three like funniest people on sgc talk um <laughs> and <laughs> i I no, I urge you. Like this is a game that's truly special. There's nothing else like it. There's nothing even other Life is Strange games can't can't compete with like this sort of like level of like of writing, performances, gameplay, all this stuff. If and, and I submitted my first draft of the review and I ended it. I don't know it's gonna stay because who knows. But I wrote if a game can make me better after playing it, a better person after playing it, I think that's worth celebrating. Um, and I think that's where Life is Strange true colors really shines absolutely um yeah so um this will be up uh soon uh whoever's editing it have fun yeah that'll be me <laughs> <We went out. laughs> um, right, Jeff, have fun. um but you know thank you so much for listening brit jeff thank you so much for for getting together and talking about it i'm glad we could all like really really dig into the, to a game like this um you can find me at waypoints at cj on twitter uh jeff where can people find you uh, my Twitter's at Jeff Simulator, although I don't try to, I, on my good days, I don't use Twitter, um, but you can always find me in the STGC Discord, and I am mm-hmm. way too active in there, so come hang out. <laughs> and Britt, where can people find you? Um, you can find me um, on Twitter at It's Peachia, on Twitch, just it's just Peachia, um, and you can always find us live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right? That's nice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We're, okay. I'm central, so I got to think about it. <laughs> the, the correct, um, every Thursday, 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time, we talk about video games. So you should you should come join us. Come on down. We'll talk about Final Fantasy. It'll be great. We'll talk about Final Fantasy. Oh boy. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Good night.